This is the Elevators Podcast. We discuss all things elevating your life, work, and relationships as you are building your business and yourself. Here is your host, yours truly, Dylan Buck. What's up? Welcome back to the Elevators Podcast. I figured I'd kick this one off by asking some questions to ponder. Uh, Are you consistent in your effort and your attitude? Are you taking unplanned time off? Do you have a great attitude through all the ups and the downs of our career and of life? Do you have a great schedule or is what time you start and what you're going to accomplish always at the mercy of your desire? Do you think things are happening to you or do you trust that things are happening for you? Do you choose the easy wrong over the hard right or the hard right over the easy wrong? Simple shifts to the answers of these questions can drastically change our lives and the level of belief we experience in regards to achieving what we want. In this episode, we will talk through the value of being consistent in both our effort and our attitude and towards the end... I will share some of my favorite messages from some of the greats when it comes to personal development, Tony Robbins, Zig Ziglar, and Jim Rohn. I hope it's helpful. Welcome back to the Elevators Podcast. Today, I want to talk about consistent effort and consistent attitude uh, because those are the things that I believe are the most important things to helping people see any level of success, um, especially any exceptional level of success in our business. Uh, The best way to have a consistent attitude is to have an attitude of gratitude and to focus on the things that you have, not the things that you don't have. If you always are focusing on the things that you don't have, then you will never be happy. But gratitude is the ultimate path to success, the ultimate path to having a great attitude, and the ultimate path to happiness. In the beginning of my career, the most important thing to me was getting a two out of three day every single day. The worst thing for my attitude was getting a one out of three day. It was was worse for my attitude to go out and work six hours and get four demos and protect two families than it was to go out and work eight hours, get six demos, and protect zero families. Now, I am not saying that I enjoy going out, working hard, and not protecting families. But what I am saying is that that is what's duplicatable, going out and working hard, working the full eight hours, getting in the six demos. Because if you do that consistently, even though you might have a couple days at some point where you're not protecting any families... It works eventually. And I know that if I consistently put in the hours and put in the demos, I'm going to like the results that I get at the end of the week, the end of the month, and the end of the year. It is also duplicatable to go out and work eight hours and get six demos because anybody that's doing that consistently is going to see a very large amount of success here. I know that a fish breaks water with its head and a fish also rots from its head. I can't teach what I don't know, and I cannot lead where I will not go. So I get to lead by example. And same thing with anybody that is 
looking to be in a leadership role in our business. We get to take full ownership and be the example for the people that have partnered with us, right? It's what we do. It's the gift that we give to ourselves and it's the gift that we give to the people that have decided to come with us because every time we do it and do it consistently, we like the results that we see. And one thing that we get to, to realize, to choose the hard right over the easy wrong, is the opportunity that we have here at Family Heritage. Right? We have the opportunity to combine a very large amount of impact with a huge financial opportunity. And usually you have to choose. right? Like we talked about in the very first episode, you, know, you can be a teacher or a minister or a pastor and have a huge impact, but not bring in the income that allows you the freedom and the flexibility that you want in your life. Or you can be in tech sales <laughs> or, you know, these, these careers where you can have a, you can make a huge amount of money, but the impact is severely limited. So the fact that we can combine impact with financial opportunity and help people think in healthier ways and live in healthier ways while making the money to live and operate in new and exciting ways that they've always wanted to, but maybe haven't had the ability to, is the reason that we choose to make the hard decisions over the easy ones, right? This career is all about personal growth. And when you can think about it that way, it becomes really fun. When we're making progress, we feel fulfilled. Everything that we do here is practice, right? When I'm working hard and I'm setting a great example and I'm using great self-talk and I'm having fun, I have a great attitude, it's just practice, right? Whether I protect zero families in a day or protect 10 families in a day, it is just practice, Right? Practice to be a better husband, a better father, a better friend, a better business partner. So consider for a second, if you don't have kids, are you becoming the kind of person that your future kids deserve? If you do have kids, if they were following you right now or today or whenever you're in the field next, would they be proud and impressed by your effort and your attitude? If your kids are grown, are you living and operating in a way that shows your kids that life can be great when the parents are back on their own, not just before they had kids or while you had kids, but in every stage of life. And if you never had kids, are you doing and being your best? Are you being your best for the people that are in your business? And if you're not building a team here and you've decided you want to be a career uh, sales professional, are you working to become the best sales professional that you can possibly become? And the reason I always talk about I guess, <laughs> impacting different generations, impacting different types of people is I have always just gotten really excited and inspired about having generational impact. Something that it's probably just the, the finitude of life and the me <laughs> realizing my mortality and not fully accepting it that wants whatever I do here to live on after I, I am gone. But when we're building with a company that has a long-standing and healthy culture, right, the general generational impact that comes from helping other people be a part of it and all the things that they get to learn and ways they get to operate in and, and grow, the opportunity for generational impact is abundant. And one thing that we get to understand and realize is that our endurance in anything is in direct proportion to the size and the clarity of our vision, whether that's in business our relationships, fitness, health, faith, marriage, parenthood, right? Because I don't want to just be a business owner. I want to be a great 
business owner. I want to do things that people have never done before. I don't want to just be people's friends. I want to be the friend that people know that they can come to, people know that they can count on. Right? I want my body to be a physical representation of my mental and emotional strength. I want to be really healthy. So I get to choose to eat healthy things rather than the easy things that I could buy at a gas station. I want to be the person that works hard to develop the strongest faith that I possibly can. I don't want to just have a marriage. I don't want to just be married till I'm dead. I want to have a great marriage. I want to be a great husband. And I just want to have kids. I want to be a great father, right? And whether it is as parents or as business owners, it is not what we can do as individuals. It's not about having some kind of special talent. Like, look at me, look what I can accomplish. It's about what we can duplicate. It's not what we can do. It's what we can duplicate. Right, you look at people like Justin Ellingson or Travis Wilson. It's like, oh man, of course they can build it. They right, they're Superman. One of the funnest things in the world is when you get behind them in the field, and it's like, hold on a second, they're using the sales talk. They're doing everything that I learned how to do in sales school. I can do that. Can I be Superman? And that is one of the most fulfilling things I think in life is helping other people realize their potential and get to where they want to go. This career is so rewarding. It's so rewarding. And if you help enough people get to where they want to go in life, you will get to where you want to go in life. And when you're sitting down with families in the field, one thing to understand is that communication is not what you're saying. It's what people hear. So you get to be intentional with every single part of the cycle of the sale. Right? When I'm walking into a business and I'm about to give my approach, my only intention is to get a sit-down. Right? It's, it's not to make a sale. It's not to set up an enrollment. It is to get a sit-down. That's it. That's all. And when I'm showing them, when I'm building rapport, my only intention is to help them understand that I'm a human being that cares about other human beings. I'm cool. You're cool. Let's hang out. Let's talk through something that could make a lot of sense for you. And when I'm showing them the page that talks, you know, that walks them through heart attack and stroke, accident, injury, cancer. My only intention is helping them realize that any of this stuff could happen to anyone and it makes sense to have something in place to protect them financially if it does and that's what this is. So which one concerns them the most? And I'm, when I'm walking through the uh, indirect and direct cost page, my only intention is to help them understand that there's a need for this and they have one. <laughs> And if they've already filled it with something like Aflac, we're just going to help them fill it better. Sometimes our intentions are heard way louder than our words. And sometimes our words are heard way more clearly than our intention. But when we can combine those two and align our intention with the words that are coming out of our mouth, that's when we level up in the art of selling. And another thing that's really important that we've talked about before is catching yourself doing things right. And one of the reasons that I love train wars, right? Every single morning we set our intention. It is my sincere and heartfelt intention. One thing technical, one thing emotional, and then speaking it into existence. And so it is. So <clears throat> when I get that intention and I, I set my focus for the day and I, maybe I write down my intention, I put it on my, in, somewhere in my car so I can see it and remember it. Anytime I catch myself focusing on my focus, I give myself a little mental pat on the back, doing everything right. 
right? This is my emotional focus. This is my technical focus. I am focusing on those. I'm doing everything right. I'm doing everything right. And there's a different level of confidence that exudes from us when we know that we're doing everything right, when we know we're doing everything that we set out to do. And when I'm not motivated on the field, when I'm frustrated or I'm in a lull, because that definitely happens, right? It happens to us all, right? It's a normal part of the human condition. But when that stuff happens, when that stuff comes up in my life, I think about the common denominator of success, right? That successful people form the habit of doing the things that unsuccessful people simply don't like to do. So in that moment, I think about what most people might do, and I get genuinely excited at the opportunity to be different, right? The opportunity to set myself apart and be uncommon. And that's not a special talent. That's not anything anybody is born with. It's a simple choice that we can make moment to moment of whether or not we're going to do the thing that helps us move forward or prevents us from moving forward. So this year, today, this week, decide to be uncommon. Decide to be different from the majority. Put yourself in the minority by choosing the hard right over the easy wrong. And one of the things that makes every day lighter and every day better is practicing a huge level of gratitude for the little things and the big things. So every day when I get in my car, I run through all my business partners. I'm grateful for my car. I'm grateful for the concrete for a smooth ride on my way to work, for my body, my tires, my legs, my arms, my eyes, my ears. I'm grateful that I'm able to hold my iPad. (laughs) Now that sounds silly, But the second you can get over how silly it sounds to be grateful you're able to hold your iPad and actually be grateful that you're able to hold your iPad, that's the juice of living, right? That is the juice of living, being extraordinarily grateful for the things that are exceptionally simple. I'll say that again, being extraordinarily grateful for the things that are exceptionally simple. No one has the ability to do this job just like you do. To quote St. Augustine, man travels hundreds of miles to gaze at the broad expanse of the ocean. He looks in awe at the heavens above. He stares in wonder at the fields and the mountains and the rivers and the streams, and then he passes himself by without a thought. Passes himself by. God's most amazing creation. Human beings are incredible. And if you're on this planet right now, you are lucky You are lucky because your ancestors were stronger, they were faster, they were smarter, and they survived century after century to get to you. Zig Ziglar talks about how earthquakes and hurricanes get all the publicity, but termites do more damage than both of them put together. And they take such itty-bitty tiny bites. You can't even see them with the naked eye, but oh, they take so many. And there are so many of those termites. The message is you can make radical changes in minute steps. And when we fully understand that, we start looking at those minute steps, right? Radical changes in minute steps. When we understand that, amazing things start to happen. Zig then explains that we cannot change from a negative mindset to a positive mindset without changing from negative talking to positive talking, something that we talk about a lot, the concept of self-talk. But to change from negative talking to positive talking, you must change the input from negative to positive. The most important opinion 
that you will ever have is the one that you have of yourself. The most important conversation that you have on any day is the one that you have with yourself. And one of the things that I respect most about Zig Ziglar and John Maxwell is throughout a lifetime of speaking on personal development and and preaching about being their best selves is as they both became overweight, they came to the realization that if they wanted to continue to inspire, to have influence, to talk about being the best and how to become the best, their bodies could not contradict their message. They realized either I stop doing and teaching what I love or I make minute steps to make a radical body transformation and to be an example of good health. Both chose the hard right over the easy wrong. There are two types of people in this world. One makes an excuse. The other finds a way. Which one will you be? Tony Robbins talks about how if you want a better life, you get to get better. If you want your life to improve, you get to improve. That is the only way. It doesn't matter how successful you become. If you stop growing, if you stop improving, you start dying inside. If you are not constantly improving who you are and what you get, it's over. Progress equals happiness. So what is the progress journey that you're on? Even if you're not where you want to be yet, if you're on the road, if you're improving, if you're making progress, you're going to love it. You're going to feel alive. So what have you done to commit to the goals that you have set for yourself? We are controlled by our rituals. What are the inner conflicts that you have that prevent you from getting to where you want to go? Whatever they are, resolve them. Resolve the inner conflicts and get after it. Our rituals are what block us from doing the things that we want to do. We can be crystal clear and have all the tools and you're still not going to get it if there's inner conflict. But when everything is aligned, guess what happens? Action and you go for it. Progress comes when you tell yourself the truth, you're able to feel the uncertainty, and you take action anyway. The thing that stops us all is fear, and there's no surprise, right? It's fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of not looking good, and we can translate all of that to uncertainty. But when you look at someone who is truly a leader in their life and in their field, they exude a a sense of certainty. Right? Great leaders know how to step into the uncertain and bring certainty to the situation. So do you control more of your life or does your life control you? The six inches between your ears, your own mind is going to determine whether or not you thrive or you just survive. Right? Are you focusing on the things that you can't control? Because if you focus on the past and you focus on what is missing, that pattern will make you frustrated and depressed Focus equals power. If you want to thrive, you get to focus on what you can control. Focus on the difference you can make. Focus on the things that you are grateful for. You've got to find a story that will empower you to act, that will empower you to have breakthroughs over and over and over again. Because otherwise, with a lousy story, you'll never find a strategy or you'll find a reason why it's too expensive or you can't get there or you can't access it. Or you'll even find the strategy And then half-ass apply it so you can just reward your story that says that it doesn't work because you tried it. Tony Robbins talks about how resourcefulness is the ultimate resource. It's time to change the story and to burn the f***ing boats. Because people that decide they're either going to die or succeed tend to succeed. But most of us give ourselves a way out. And that's why we don't have what we want. 
Jim Rohn talks about how it's not what happens that determines our life's future. It's what you do about what happens. All of us are in like a little sailboat. And in the same way, it's not the blowing of the wind that determines your destination. It's the set of the sail. People need to understand that the same wind blows on us all. The wind of disaster, the wind of opportunity, the wind of change, the wind when it's upside down, the wind when it's favorable and unfavorable. The same wind blows on us all. The economic wind, the political wind, the social wind. The same wind blows on everybody. The difference between where you arrive in one year, three year, or five years, the difference of arrival is not the blowing of the wind, it's the set of the sail. So this year, decide to set a better sail. Set a better sail than you did last year. Correct your thinking, and this year can be drastically different from the last. And anybody that wishes to do that can do it, whether you're between the ages of 40 and 42, or 22 and 24, or 60 and 62. If you wish to, you can. You can change your income, your future, and your life, and... You can also go your entire life without making much change at all because you didn't read the books or listen to the seminar. You can live however you want to, but if you wish to, you can make the next three years totally different from the last three years. It's not the blowing of the wind that will determine your future. The blowing of the wind that determines your fortune. It's the set of the sail. It's not what happens because what happens happens to everybody. Every day, every year, Every decade is a combination of difficulty and opportunity. And sometimes there's more difficulty than opportunity, and sometimes there more, there's more opportunity than difficulty. But don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems. Wish for more skills. Don't wish for less challenge. Wish for more wisdom. Right? You can't fly an airplane without gravity, so understand the challenge. And don't wish for less challenge. Wish for more wisdom. I love those words from, from Jim Rohn. And I think the perfect prayer to wrap us up is one that I read every morning. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. We'll see you next time. This has been an Elevated Podcast production. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out our Instagram page at Elevated Financial. Like, share, and let us know what you want to hear more of.